Welcome to Health Optimization Podcast. And today I'm thrilled to introduce Professor Quinn Lee, who is a physician and an associate professor at Nippon Medical School in Tokyo. He's an author of two books. The first one is Forest Bathing, Bathing, How Trees Can Help You Find Health and Happiness. And the second one is Forest Medicine. Uh, the first book was translated to 25 languages. And Dr. Lee is also president of the Japanese Society of Forest Medicine and vice president of the International Society of Nature and Forest Medicine. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for your invitation. So first of all, thank you so much for taking the time and joining the podcast. And yeah. I would love to start uh from uh, from a very simple and very complicated question uh maybe you could describe for our viewers and listeners uh overall what are the benefits of forest medicine okay so forest medicine uh, also called the forest bathing so uh when people enjoy the forest bathing the forest bathing can uh, uh, increase can increase your immune function like natural killer activity. So natural killer cells are immune cells. It's very important for our health. So natural killer cells can kill tumor cells, also can kill virus infected cells. It's very important cells for us. So immune, uh, first vision can increase natural killer cell activity, can increase the number of natural killer cells also can increase the anti-cancer proteins in immune cells. And the force basin also can reduce your stress and the stress hormone levels. Force basin also can improve your sleep quality. Force basin also can reduce the negative feelings like anxiety, depression, confusion, fatigue, and improve increase your positive feelings like vigor. So forest bathing also can have some preventive effect for depression and uh, hypertension. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. so it has, essentially it impacts not just uh, psychologically, but impacts us uh, physiologically. Physiology, physiological uh, and psychological, yeah. Both as well. physical and uh, psychological, yeah. Okay, so now, uh, since uh, I hope that this very short introduction to the benefits of forest medicine got our listeners hooked and interested, then I, mm. how did you come to study uh, forest medicine? I know that you, you're an immunologist by training and a physician. Can you talk, talk more about your path? Mm. Okay, in fact, it's a long story. Yeah. We in love fact, stories. Yeah, lots of stories. Uh, so in fact, I was born in China and uh, I graduated uh, from a medical school in China in 1984. After that, I came to Japan for yeah, continuing my research in medical science. So uh, in Japan, I enjoyed the first forced bathing 
1988 in Kagoshima and in the very beautiful island. Uh, the name is Yakushima. Yakushima is a small island with a lot of trees, lot of trees, especially big tree, uh, Japanese cedar tree. This that tree about seven thousand year old. Very yeah, low tree, good yeah, very big tree and very yeah, older tree. So in fact, I visited that first for one week during the holiday in Japan, and I enjoyed the forest visit very much. From that time, I thought that the forest will have good effect for our health. So because my, my research major is environment medicine, so I studied the effect of environment factors or human health, especially on immune function. So I'm also an immunologist. So let's, let's study from the 1988 to 2000. In fact, I also studied at Stanford University in 2000 first is 2001 and uh, I uh, studied the effect of chemicals or immune function and uh, I also measured the anti-cancer protein in NK cells. So in fact the first Beijing research was studied uh, in 2004 so the, first, so the first study on forest bathing was uh, 2004. 2004, yeah. Because of my background. So some people study forest, some people study medicine. I studied forest medicine to find the beneficial effects of forest bathing. So, so how did you come, uh, how did it happen for you? How did you, so, so I understood that you were studying uh, mm. environmental medicine, yeah, but yeah. Uh, how did you decide, how did you, did you get interested in studying specifically uh, forest medicine? Okay, because, so my major is environmental medicine, because the forest environment also one kind of environment. So I have, yeah, the interest in the forest environment. And another background is uh, the Japanese government decided to investigates the effect of forest bathing in 2004. And they, the government established a project called the forest bathing research project from 2004. Because of my background, the Japanese government invited me to the project team as a main member. So that was why I started my research in forest medicine. So that's, that was 2004. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, excellent. And so, so basically for the past 15 years, you yeah. have been yes, yeah. running studies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. In fact, I conducted the first forest bathing uh, study in forest in 2004, uh, 2005. And I published the, the data, this paper in 2007. And the terms of the forest bathing and Shinryoku in English 
was first used and defined in that paper, 2007. So, so I made the two terms of the fault basin and the in the okay. same paper. Mm -hmm. So that was 2007. And the, the first, uh, your first paper is concentrated on the effect uh, of forest bathing on, on the immune system. Yeah, immune system. Yeah. Natural killer activity, the number of natural killer cells, and the anti cancer proteins. Also, I also conducted the research on the effect of forest bathing on psychological, psychological response, like uh, fatigue, yeah, depression, and uh, anxiety. Mm -hmm. hmm. So if we zoom in on, on the effects uh, on the immune system, especially mm. in the context of the current pandemic, mm. uh, what are your thoughts uh, so, so you mentioned that uh, uh, maybe you can talk more about the uh, phytonocides mm -hmm. and its effect on natural killer cells. Mm -hmm. And how do you think it fits into the current efforts to fight with the COVID-19? Oh, yeah. In fact, uh, so fourth vision and the phytonocide can boost immune function. And uh, you know, the new virus, new coronavirus, COVID-19 destroy immune system. I think you, maybe you know from the report. So the so first building can help people to overcome the COVID-19 by boosting immune function. So it's very important because in fact, if you visit the forest, so the first building can increase your immune function. And this increased immune function can overcome the COVID-19. Mm -hmm. mm. Also, you, in fact, if you stay home, you cannot visit the first prison, but you can use the fighting side at your home. So in fact, the fighting side is a kind of essential oil, essential oil from the trees. So you can diffuse, diffuse the essential oil at your home use a humidifier to produce some aroma, aroma of the mm -hmm. essential oil. So can, can you talk more about what uh, phytonocides are? Mm -hmm. Phytonocide, in fact, the phytonocide uh, is released by plants and by trees. So this is, pro this is chemicals, chemicals, a lot of chemicals. So those chemicals can protect protect the tree from the bacteria from the fungus so this is a protect system for trees but uh, lower concentration in air of the for fighting side uh, show good effect on human health very low the higher concentration will will be toxic so for example when we use the aromatherapy you know the aromatherapy so your aromatherapy will use the aroma, use the phytoside. But uh, when we use the essential oil for the aromatherapy, we don't use the, the original oil, uh, uh, oil. We will dilute it, dilute it by the olive oil. 
because uh, fight, I'm not sure I understand. Can you say uh, it again? So, yeah. So the 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 phytocide in higher concentration will be toxic for human. So even you use the essential oil, you have to dilute it. Dilute, dilute it. Yeah, dilute by, for example, by the olive oil. So, but in the first atmosphere, the concentration of the fighting side is very long, very lower. So it's, it will be no toxic to hormone, but just the benefits, benefit, but the beneficial for hormone. This okay. is very important. The concentration of the fighting side is very important. So, for example, if I go to Amazon and buy uh, Hanoki essential oil, mm -hmm. uh, I Hinoki, cannot just uh, disperse the oil oil itself. I should dilute it. Dilute. You have to dilute. Yeah. Okay. So, in fact, in my experiment, I use the concentration of the uh, essential oil. The uh, one zero point one ppm. I think you know the PPM. PPM is very, yeah, very low concentration. Okay. Yeah. So how would you recommend, so for example, for our listeners to take advantage mm. of the essential oils? Uh, so, so let's say so we go to a store, we buy essential oil, and then how do we, how do we dilute it? Okay. So first you buy uh, essential oil from the, yeah, from the store, from the shop. Then you use the, do you know the humidifier, humidifier? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you use the humidifier and maybe uh, you can put, put one drop, one drop essential oil uh, on the surface of the water, water. Then you, you use the uh, humidifier to produce the air, okay. aroma. So just one uh, one drop of oil uh, per on the surface. What the surface volume water. of water? Yeah, on the hot water surface. The hot uh, water. And how much water is there? Uh, yeah, about uh, uh, five milliliter, five milliliter, five milliliter of water, and one drop oil. Okay. Because oil is lighter than water, so it will be on the surface. Of the water. Okay. So yeah, the steam, the steam of the water will yeah, produce the aroma. But hold on. But will will the oil uh, mix with water? Not not mix. Just because the water, the, the oil cannot. Uh, right. Yeah. Not insoluble. Yeah. So just uh, on the water. So so the uh, the heat, the heat, the steam will produce the air. Okay, so although it, uh, it cannot dissolve, it still will evaporate. Yeah, just on the surface of the, the hot water. Okay. It will and, produce the yeah, aroma of the air. Yeah, and what if I just open up a bottle of essential oil and let it evaporate? That, that is yeah. also safe? Safe, safe, yeah. yeah. Because the concentration was very low, so it's okay. safe, safe, okay. no toxic. Yeah. Okay. It's but essentially, important. what you would do not want to do is to take the essential oil and keep smelling it, right? Uh, it's a too strong, I think. Too yeah, strong. Yeah. So that would be yeah. too strong. Too strong. Yeah. You just uh, maybe you 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 cut 
diluted to the essential oil by olive oil that you can smell, smell it. Okay. The diluted essential oil, not the original essential oil. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, now, can you talk more about the psychological effects uh, and maybe, yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, about psychological yeah. effects yeah. and okay. then we'll go. So, on. effect, uh, stress, stress is a key word to understand this question because stress can induce uh, many, many negative feelings. For example, if you feel stress, you will be feel depression, feel fatigue, feel, yeah, anxiety and uh, something. So stress is very important because forced breathing can reduce stress and they also can reduce stress hormones. You know, stress, we call the stress hormones, you, maybe, you know, cortisol. Mm -hmm. And it's one kind of stress hormone. And another one is adrenaline. Yeah, so this is one of the famous stress hormones. So forced breathing can reduce stress and stress hormones. And stress and stress hormone can induce negative feelings like depression, fatigue, confusion, and anxiety. Right. So forest breathing will have good effect on psychological response. So it will have the preventive effect of depression. And uh, do you see applications of forest medicine being used in, in clinical medicines, in clinical medicine? Yeah. In fact, uh, the forest medicine is not a clinical medicine. It's a preventive medicine, you know. You cannot use the forest medicine to treat people, but you can use it for the preventive some diseases, like because the forest medicine can reduce, reduce the heart rate could you use blood pressure? So, protobasin will have preventive effect on hypertension. So in Japan, I'm a medical doctor. I usually recommend, recommend the patient to enjoy the protobasin to preventive the hypertension and to prevent the uh, depression. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, mm. I, well, I understand the value of forest bathing for uh, prevention, but of course, uh, yeah. you know, especially in the current context of the pandemic, and we know that people suffering from chronic disorders, including hypertension, diabetes, obesity, yeah, yeah. Chronic, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. are at a higher mm. risk. Uh, yeah, what yeah. do we know about applications of... Uh, of forest bathing for uh, for chronic disorders because I remember that there was at least one study that investigated the effect of phytonicides on uh, uh, diabetic diabetic patients, right, and on glucose yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, resistance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So can yeah, you yeah, talk yeah. more mm -hmm. uh, about applications uh, for people who have disorders? Mm. Yeah. So in fact, uh, people with the uh, some disorders like hypertension, uh, diabetes, and uh, uh, cardiovascular diseases uh, will show, yeah, will show very severity uh, response to the virus. So, if people, uh, 
people with the effect, the immune function, immune function is a key word for this virus. So, so if you have a strong immune function, immune function, so you will have the strong power to overcome the COVID-19. Right, right. So, so that I understand. I was, yeah. I, I was more curious about, for example, effect of maybe fetonocytes yeah. on uh, glucose resistance. Uh, for yeah. people fact, who already have, uh, for example, diabetes or who are pre-diabetic. Mm. Uh, I don't have the data on the diabetes, but uh, an, another research reported that forbidden can uh, have the treatment effect on patient with diabetes fighting side. Uh, say so, that again, please. So one research in Japan have published a paper and the fourth Beijing, fourth Beijing uh, have the effect on the patient with diabetes. Okay. Mm. And, and so it showed that it has a, a positive effect. The positive effect on diabetes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my, my data shows that force bleeding have positive effect on hypertension, hypertension and depression. So another researcher in China uh, have published paper on that force bleeding may have a positive effect on cardiovascular diseases. Okay. Okay, heart disease, disease. Heart, yeah, heart disease. So is the knowledge about effects of forest bathing uh, on different disorders at the stage where you would recommend physicians to prescribe uh, their patients? Yeah. So some research, uh, yeah, use the patients as a subject. Some research, research use the normal health people, but with the higher uh, stress label. But uh, are we at the stage uh, where you, as a physician, you would, for example, uh, prescribe people going mm. to forests, for example, yeah. suffering from hypertension, mm. you know, maybe along the, the side of a hypertension medication, mm. but, uh, you know, would you prescribe going to forest for, for, the, uh, for the patients? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I will. Yeah. In fact, uh, the fourth the fourth medicine is not involved in the uh, medical care system, medical insurance system. So because it's a preventive preventive medicine, not a clinical, not for treatment. So we I only can suggest people recommend people to go to forest for the preventive effect, not for the treatment. But, uh, okay, but if the studies show the, that yeah. uh, forest bathing mm. uh, improves mm. blood pressure, yeah. then improve, why, yeah, why, the, why do you focus only on the prevention versus using it for treatment uh, as well? In fact, uh, you, if you use it as a treatment, you have to, uh, the government have to approve, have approve 
Oh, so you have to go like, through something like a Food and Drug Administration. Yeah, yeah. It's if I like say like drug, it's what like medicine like drug. For example, in America, if a drug was approved by FDA, this drug will be can be used in the clinic, yeah, application. But uh, for the first business, it's not for the treatment, just for the preventive, yeah, measured. So uh, let me then ask you why, what prevents you from going to the Japanese uh, analog of FDA, you know, trying to push it as a, you know, treatment or, uh, you know, secondary okay. treatment for hypertension, yeah, for example. Yeah. In fact, uh, it's uh, because data, it uh, needs a lot of, it needs a lot of data to support uh, this, yes, this application. In fact, we don't have a lot of data to support it as a treatment. So we- So it's, yeah. it's a matter of money, of uh, investment- yeah, money, a lot of uh, money. Conducting lot the of clinical money. investigation. Yeah, in fact, analysis, pharmaceutical will not, yeah, will not support this research. Do you know? If, if the first patient will be the treatment for the many, many diseases, the, the pharmaceutical will lost we will lose a lot of money and a lot of job. Do you right. know? Do you understand? So it's very difficult to, yeah, to approve. And the Japanese government also is not ready to invest into clinical in clinical trials, yeah. investigating yeah. that. Yes, yeah, it's very difficult. Yes, a lot of people think first patient will be very good treatment for some, some, some diseases like hypertension and depression, but the government and the pharmaceutical don't support my idea. <laughs> so let me not ask you another uh, question because- another, yeah, uh, another, Maybe another question, yeah. What, uh, um, I mean, part of my training is in sleep medicine yeah, and sleep part medicine. of my training is in applied math and biostats, and I worked on clinical trials, uh, clinical mm -hmm. investigations and adaptive clinical mm -hmm. trials. Mm. And, but, you know, for the past 10 years, I have been focusing uh, in my clinical work mm. uh, and in my research on non-pharmacological mm. uh, treatments for yeah. various disorders. Mm. And I come up against the problem that we just discussed literally uh, every single day that mm. there is there are tons of scientists mm. who are creating interesting and innovative methods of treatment for many different disorders mm. but because these are mostly non-pharmacological treatments so just like forest bathing which mm. are very challenging to commercialize mm. then naturally um it's very uh the the people who come up with these treatments yeah uh, they can they don't have enough money to run the clinical trial yeah right it's true it's versus true. Yeah. when you compare it to with pharmacological uh, mm. medicine yeah. uh, naturally the companies invest into the development they have mm. finances to fund the clinical investigations and mm. then they bring good you know, drugs to the market that benefit the patients. Mm. The problem is that with non-pharmacological treatments, mm. the scientists or, you know, other stakeholders don't have yeah. 
the money to finance the clinical trials. Yeah. So what, what are your thoughts on this and how can we, you know, how can we solve this problem? So, so in Japan, in the first stage, I got the uh, grant, got the grant from the government of Japanese government and uh, it's the first stage. So Japanese government supported me for the first stage of the Fort business research. After that, I got some grant from the local government in Japan and from some foundation, private foundation. And yeah, to, to continue my research of this area. Right. Yeah. So, but uh, there's not so much money, so I cannot uh, conduct a, a, a big scale, big scale of the research, just a small number of the uh, subject, like uh, 20, per, 20, 20 people one time. Right. Yeah, 20 people one time, but uh, many, many, yeah, many, many times. In fact, I have started my research from 2005 to, 2005 to to last year, so almost 50 years, I conducted many, many research with a smaller number of the subject. Sometimes 12 subjects, sometimes 16 people. Sometimes last year, I, I, I conducted another research with 20 subjects. So very small, small number of the subject, but many, many times. Mm -hmm. So I have repeat, repeated my result many times. So I also published my data in the scientific journal. So it's very important you put your, publish your data in the scientific journal. So also for this book, I published a lot of data on the scientific journals. Can and you push it a little bit? Uh, uh higher up so that uh, we can see it. See, so you can see? Oh, no, 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 can you push it? Uh, we, we, it's hard to see, just a little bit up so that people can see. Yeah, it's called forest. Fort, uh, uh, a little bit, Fort oh Med yes, forest medicine. Fort medicine. Okay. Yeah. This and is this a, is well, the more scientific uh, book yeah. than the forest bathing book. Yeah, like the, we have the, this, you can see that, yeah, the figures are the tables, lots okay. of data, yeah. This one, yeah. So this is, this is, for this book, I conducted many, many researches and got a lot of data. So we finally wrote this book. Not only, not, not my, myself, about 40 researchers in Japan, in Korea, in the world contributed to this book. I'm the, I'm the editor, editor of this book. Mm -hmm. The one third, I, I, I wrote one third of this book. Mm -hmm. And another, yeah, uh, second of, two, two second, two third write by other researchers. Right. So, so for example, let me yeah, ask you, uh, so what is the yeah. average cost of your study and how much money would you need to run a clinical trial to show uh, ah. that it could be used, for example, forest bathing as a actual treatment for hypertension. Mm. Yeah. In, in case, uh, you know, there are people listening to our podcast who would want to 
fund this research. Okay. One, one, I think one million, one million dollar. So in the first stage, I to run a yeah, trial. In the first stage, yeah, in the first stage, I got one point five, one point five million, a uh, million, a million dollar, million dollars from the Japanese government for the basic research, but for the clinical, clinical trial research, I think I need another one million dollars, one million dollar for the clinical trial study. Okay. So, but I cannot, yeah, cannot get the big grant in Japan. Okay. So, so the grant oh, that's is interesting. Uh, so maybe somebody will hear us mm. and they will will provide the mm. contact information on how to potentially yeah. fund the okay. research. If you have some power, please please <laughs> tell me. And we we can, can uh, conduct a international cooperation research. Yes, that would be that would be wonderful.